So welcome to the Expert Edge. Today, I'm having a really cool conversation with one of my good friends. Her name's Tiffany Lee Bymaster. Now, she goes by the name of Coach Glitter, uh, if you want to catch up with her on social media. But this conversation today is really exciting. I think right now, in the current pandemic that we're in and moving into 2021, being online in a video sense, so we're talking live video, is going to be one of your biggest assets to getting in front of an audience, growing your business, uh, generating leads, all that sort of good stuff. And I've known Tiff for many, many years. She lives down the road from me. And uh, one thing I know is that she walks her talk, she uh, does what she preaches, Uh, And today's conversation, we dive into some really practical and tactical strategies around using live video to connect with your audience and to grow your business. Tiff is truly a master in this space. And in all honesty, I text her every other week, especially when we're doing a launch or whatever, to get thoughts and angles and creative strategy when it comes to using live video for all of our promotions. And so for me to give you access to this information, uh, I hope and I trust you can see and experience the value of this. So if you've been wanting to use live video and get more into Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, I know that LinkedIn has a live video as well then seriously, you are going to love this episode. So without any further ado, let's welcome my good friend, Tiffany Lee Bymaster. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So Tiffany Lee Bymaster, welcome to the conversation. Hey, it's great to have you on the Expert Edge podcast. I've been waiting for this invitation for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. We've known each other for a while now. and We have. Can you believe that? I know, I know. It's been like four years or something, right? Yeah. So, um, become really close friends. I know that we live kind of down the road from each other. And for the listeners, uh, could you share with them, you know, kind of what you do, who you help? Because you, I know you run a really successful expert business, been doing it for a long time. And, and I just, I'm excited about the knowledge and insights you're going to share with the listeners. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and tell them what you do and how you help? People. Well, thanks for finally inviting me. <laughs> um, it was it was nothing personal. It was just like I, was like, I see all our other do. mutual friends on here. What's the deal? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love I love Colin so much that I just anytime I can, you know, give him a hard time, I'm gonna take advantage of that situation. Yes. So here yes. I am on his podcast, starting it off this way. But for those of you who are brand new to me, never heard of me, I am a, I've been a digital online entrepreneur for going on five and a half years now. And I am obsessed with helping online entrepreneurs use the power of live video to grow an engaged audience that converts. And I truly walk the talk. I am a product of what I teach. I was somebody who early on, probably about six years ago, six, seven years ago, I was 
doing just living my life full time in production world. I was a celebrity makeup artist, wardrobe stylist. I did set design. I worked on films, television, all the bad reality shows, all the housewives, all the bachelors, bachelorettes, all the things. Right. And Are they I bad? Uh, I, I well, you know, bad them. as in can't help yourself from <laughs> watching. Joking. I still do too. Yeah, a little bit. But, That's a little bit. <laughs> um, so bad, but so good. Uh, I worked on all those things, but I also had a few personal clients that I worked with for well over 11 years doing um, all kinds of things with them as they transitioned from like an offline business to an online business. And I got to go on that journey. And I was a total accidental online entrepreneur. And thought I loved what I was doing. And the funny thing is like, God has all kinds of things up his sleeves. And I had, I had no idea that I had any of this in me. And I'm, I'm so obsessed with helping other online entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs, people who may not even realize, like I didn't, like I had no idea I was going to create courses and memberships and coaching programs that I had any of this in me. I just thought I was the makeup girl or the stylist, which I still do, mm. but it's like literally less than 5% of my overall revenue and my business, but I do it because I love it. But there was so much untapped potential. And I really think, yeah, I teach live video, but what I really do is I help people discover and uncover their own untapped potential. I love that. What? So you're a makeup artist. You're doing the, you know, the reality TVs and all that sort of stuff. When was the moment that you decided to go pro into your business? <laughs> like, what was that okay. transition like? This is why it's so important to surround yourself with exceptional people. And I literally got pushed in front of my first live video back when Periscope was around. And a lot of us started on Periscope, mm. but I literally physically was pushed in front of a live video. Didn't even know how the dang thing worked. My client was like, you have so much to share. Stop hiding. She downloaded the Periscope app on my phone. I was on for like maybe two and a half minutes, if that. We were backstage at a huge live event in Nashville at whatever that giant stadium is there. And I shoved it in my pocket and it was on for like at least 10 minutes without me knowing. I didn't even know how to pocket. turn it off in my pocket for 10 minutes. That was my first live video. So if literally I could do this, anybody can. And from that very messy start where somebody who loved me enough pushed me to finally show up, to finally stop playing small and go through the ugly messiness of discovering your business, your brand, how you can serve other people. That took me, that moment took me from having this obscure brand, doing this business at the time I was like 15 years in to doing something I thought was my calling and my purpose. That was the catalyst that created everything. And now through tons of hard work and five years later, I've created a seven figure annual business that I would have never guessed if I had a crystal ball six years ago that I'd be doing this today, which is so amazing that any of us could really create the unknown and discover what it is that truly makes us tick and so passionate about things that we would have never bet on ourselves. And I love that, especially in the online space, there's so many opportunities to create all those things. You just don't know. And so I love helping people do that to find out how they can discover their voice. It's so aligned with what you do as well, because most of us, unlike you, we're not born as charismatic speakers that, that that's something that you can develop. 
It's something that is a skill that you can master. So there's hope for us all. If I could do this, anybody can do this. And I love this story because, you know, you didn't come from a, you weren't a speaker before this or anything like that. Uh, I'm curious about your journey of growth from like, what, what are the fears that people have around getting on live video that maybe you've worked through, you've had your students mm-hmm. work through. Um, yeah. What, what comes up for you? You know, it's different because live video is not brand new anymore. I had legitimate fears because it was something, it was a platform that was so brand new and it does help to be an early adopter. But also if you're start saying to yourself, then that's my legit excuse that I'm too late into the game. Too many people are doing everything. Am I too late to start? That is so not true. The thing is that with the fears, oftentimes we are so creative that we create these fears in our minds that don't actually exist in reality. And so the longer you've been thinking about doing something, the more we're manifesting how scary and fearful it is, but it's not true. But I know most of my students, you're not alone if this is something that might be one of the scariest things, a true phobia even, for so many people to get onto a stage or a virtual stage or a live video, or maybe they're doing videos that require tons of editing and and then it can be edited to appear as if you're perfect. But that's the beauty of live video, that there's no expectation for perfection, that you get to develop your skills. And most people, when they're starting out, they don't have massive audiences to begin with anyways. So it's a beautiful opportunity to refine your skills, to define what your personal brand is about, to even figure out what the heck I'm going to talk about, because a lot of people have fears about that. But that's an important thing to recognize. If you don't know what to talk about, what the heck is your business about and to be able to develop it in real time while you also simultaneously develop your speaking skills, develop all of the insights of getting a few humans on live or watching the replay, having content to share with your email list, having an excuse to email them about something and delivering it regularly understanding, getting it not just into their heads, but stepping into their shoes and their head and their heart and their souls about what are their problems. You're not guessing anymore. This is why live video is so powerful because instead of guessing what your potential audience, your potential clients, your ideal customer avatars that a lot of times people teach you to create this fictional character Instead of doing that and guessing and assuming what they need, now you get to have conversations. Instead of guessing and assuming what your messaging is going to be about, which you're so brilliant, you know, helping people develop that. Now you get to test it out, not in the middle of a launch when you just plunk down 5,000, 10,000, 30,000, whatever it is on ads that you've tested your messaging far before you get to the launch phase to figure out what your audience actually needs. I love this thought of what you were saying about how you start small. And I think most people are sometimes even scared to start small. Like there's Mm -hmm. this sense of, oh, I shouldn't have a small audience or whatever. But I think it's great. It's a great place. I mean, everyone starts at zero. You got to start at zero. And so what I'm hearing is, you know, live video is a really great place to develop and grow. And I think about, you know, even look at some of the biggest YouTube channels in the world and, you know, even our, our mutual friends like the Brown Brothers and stuff, you know, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers, but like you go back to their original videos and 
you know, their mateship videos, they're like basic videos and, and all the big, all the big influencers, like they're so funny, the original videos. And, and so often we see all of the stuff online and we hold ourselves to that standard. And, and I think that exactly what you said, you like get in your head and, and you actually oh, yeah. block yourself from taking like that 1.0 version step forward. Um, I'm curious about why, and obviously we're in the middle of the pandemic still in the conversation mm-hmm. that we're having. Why is live video crucial and even more crucial right now? Uh, like what are the opportunities mm-hmm. that live video gives people who run a personal brand? I think it's more important than ever. And here we are at the time of this recording, the final quarter of 2020, which has been the most unpredictable year of anybody's lifetime. And what we have learned, especially being in the social media space and online marketing space is how immediately back when this happened in March, people went on live video to still be able to salvage their offline businesses, to take their brick and mortar businesses and pivot. And the way that they're doing that is through live video. And I love more than ever that people, instead of panicking in the middle of the pandemic, they pivoted and did whatever they can. And I love that so many people showed up messy. I love that people are like, okay, I'm going to teach my, my, my teachers and my kids and my neighbors, how do you zoom for the first time? Mm. And I remember all the way back, it seems like a year or five years, like the time is so weird and blurry, but just, you know, months ago, helping so many business owners learn how to use live video so that they can not have to furlough their employees to Mm -hmm. offer a service in a different way. So in that aspect, we've all seen the proof of how powerful live video is. Now, months later, where a lot of businesses have opened up and there might be in some cases, some countries already in the UK, some countries, you know, shut down again, and Mm -hmm. we may be heading that way as well looking at the opportunities that are in front of you and still be able to serve with your business. And that's why live video is so important, specifically for the digital entrepreneurs, whether you're a year in, a day in, or 10 years in, in order to be able to promote your products, whatever your products are, you know, one-on-one coaching services, group coaching, masterminds, courses, memberships, how will you grow your audience In this day and age, this is no longer like the crazy wild, wild west of entrepreneurship that we saw when we first started. And I always say entrepreneur years are like dog years because it goes by so fast. So there's a higher level of sophistication out there. And so how do we craft a business? How do we show up? How do we get the most bang for our money? How do we get our message, our presence, our visibility out there while you also, again, simultaneously develop your skills, hone in on your brand and do a lot of the things strategically, tactically, the stuff that I really love to be able to have successful launches Live video is the center of all that. Because think about any style of launch, whether you love webinars like Colin does. I don't. Still to this day, I've never done a a, a legit webinar. I do my live video launches webinar style. I know, stop laughing at me, Colin. But there's so many ways to do so many different things and still get the same results. I mean, your live videos are they're kind of like mini, mini webinars, but they're not mini webinars. You know, but but I get, you know, you're you usually do a challenge, right? Or something like that. Uh, No, video A video series, right. Mm -hmm. So you got a video series and, but there's definitely is a different vibe on a webinar than there is on a, on a, 
like a Facebook live directly yeah. into a Facebook group. There's, there's a different vibe. Um, I totally get that. And I think like, to be honest, coming into 2021, if, if you are thinking, oh, I can't wait till 2021 gets around and things start to really get back to normal and change. And <laughs> I'm telling you what, what normal is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think as an entrepreneur, you do not want to be putting your bets on that. Um, because I just think that, I mean, fr from you look at the history of pandemics and I, I heard a lot of people who I follow talk about this when the pandemic first hit, they were like, you know, typical pandemics run like from a history base, two to three to four years before the entire pandemic completely disappears. And like, I was kind of doubting that at the start, mm -hmm. but watching this year has been pretty crazy and things are just up and down. And I just... Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen, but I just think as an entrepreneur, you have to find certainty because you have so much uncertainty already. Like you mm -hmm. don't have a paycheck. You don't have anyone who can just, you know, give you money other than the money that you create and the audience that you build. And so where are you going to find certainty? Well, you, you find certainty in places that you know are going to work. And I think live video coming into 2021 is going to be one of the best places to be to grow your audience. So talk to me, Tiff, about what are some of the strategies that people can use on live video and how, like, how does live video work? Because to be honest, like I go to you, I mean, you know, I text you all the time. <laughs> yeah. I text you all the time around my live videos and strategies and launch strategies. Like you're honestly one of the best like launch minds that I know, which is why I text you all the time. And so uh, can you kind of open up your Ferrari mind on live video and, and just in creating engagement so, to really help people to understand how to actually start to do, you know, even just a little bit of it? Yeah. So the number one and the very first most important strategy that I have for anybody at any quote unquote level of their business is the greatest predictor of your launch success is what you're doing between your launches. And I see so many people, I mean, a launch, regardless of the vehicle, uh, whether you love challenges, I started off with challenges for two years, then I went to a video mm -hmm. series. It doesn't matter because they're all kind of the same thing in slightly different ways, but the structures are the same, whether it's a yes. webinar or video series or some kind of brand new, like someone invented them at one point, you know, it's just a different way to deliver it. Whatever you choose because it excites you, makes you excited, just feels more natural to you. I mean, that's how, that's my strategy behind picking the launch style. But when you're really creating that plan and I am a launch planner. I'm a launch strategist. What you're doing you between, <laughs> yeah, between your launches is one of the most powerful things that you can do. A launch itself is a very short period of time. It could be a matter of a couple weeks or it could be like a long marathon the way that I do. It's really stretched out and, you know, really depends on price point. So many different factors, but here's the most important part. The one common factor, regardless of your launch vehicle, is that there is a live video component to it. Mm. The way that Colin does his webinars, he's still speaking to and creating connections with his audience through live video. You're still showing up. We're not expecting to create this giant launch list, invite people to join the webinar or the video series or the challenge by showing up out of the blue five, 10 days before the launch in this crazy pressure cooker that launches can be. If you want to relieve some of that stress, 
what you do when you've got some chill time. You just asked me before we started recording, what are you, yeah. what are you up to? I'm like, I'm good. I'm using <laughs> this time to like chill and plan and like let my mind create and but have a But are you break. still doing live videos? But I'm still doing live videos. There we go. That's it. That's a given. That is yeah. a given. How it was funny. Any, I was, like, <laughs> yes. Because when we were talking before we jumped on, I said, where can I point people to? You know, like, is your podcast? And you're like, uh, <laughs> my social? <laughs> because I do live video. That's it. <laughs> and I was like, hang on. Don't tell me that you actually do what you teach. <laughs> I actually lead by demonstration. (laughs) Yes. And, and live video is not the same as, you know, Periscope. I don't even think exists anymore. It's not a something it's live video, like a Periscope. It's not a dedicated platform. So, but it is an element of nearly every social media platform out there, LinkedIn, YouTube, of course, Facebook, Instagram. And so it's not just for the sake of doing live video, not at all. There's a strategic reason why I'm doing it on Facebook and not so much on Instagram. It's not that that's bad or one or the other, nothing's good or bad, but I always want to ask my clients, but why are you doing it there? Why are you doing it this many days a week or once a week? What's the strategy behind it? I still show up once a week. I have a Facebook live weekly show um, for the first time in when six is years. That, by the way, for the listeners, when Wednesdays at 4 PM and Pacific. 85 Pacific time. I'm in California, Orange County, like you and 85% of the year, I'm doing a weekly Facebook cool. live show. Now for the first four and a half years, I did a Facebook live show two to three times a week. And then we scaled it back because of where I am in my business. But you're not going to compare your mm. chapter one to my chapter 85. My students don't either. And that's something that the type of coach I want to be is to always peel back the curtains, show them what's working, what's not working, why I do what I do. Like, why does anybody do what they do in their business? Why do you want a free Facebook group? Or why don't you want a free, you know, Facebook group? What, the, mm-hmm. what are the pros and cons? Why do I have a back-end membership and not just something that's available to everybody? So knowing the strategy, the why knowing the questions and the hypotheses that you're creating in your business that you want to answer. These are all the things that we do when it's not such a pressure cooker in between Mm. your launch times and showing up on Facebook, especially for ad purposes, going into 2021, all of us who were running ads during the elections and seeing for those reasons why they were skyrocketing, Mm. seeing a, a day later how they came down, figuring out what can we do to make the most out of our dollar, to get the most bang for our buck, not just with our organic endeavors, but also our paid endeavors. So for me, Facebook Live isn't just about showing up for the sake of showing up. It's creating an audience. It's humanizing my brand. It's talking to the people to figure out exactly what they need, what their challenges are, what's keeping them up at night. We hear all of those things, but instead of assuming, instead of guessing, we're having conversations. And while I'm doing that, I'm really able to pivot my business, pivot the messaging so that I'm not guessing. The hypothesis isn't there when I'm doing the launch. I've answered those questions. I've shown up in all the different ways that we can show up on social media, but at the core, at the foundation of how I build my business, my audience, my messaging, and continuously pivot so that I'm not 
somebody who's speaking to problems that were so 2019 and not what we're experiencing now that I'm able to learn that in real time through mm. live video. And that is the big piece that I see so many people miss. Yeah. Now you really live this. I think you've just got such a great mind when it comes to marketing strategy because you actually do it. And, yes. <laughs> you know, what's working, what's no longer absolutely, working. Absolutely. Yeah. So can we get, even just give, let's talk about some basics that mm -hmm. most people don't understand around live video. So one of the things that, you know, you know, and I've learned a lot of this from you is like one of the fundamentals is run it from your business, business page. Yes. Right. So can you yes. take us through a few basics that, that people may not be aware of and why you would do that? For example, we'll start with that one. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, but Facebook business pages are so hard to get any engagement. Well, anything that you put energy, consistency, and your strategies towards, you're going to improve it. So of course, if you don't give it a shot, it's not going to grow. The first thing, the most important thing is you got to shut down your ego because people are looking at the lack of live attendees, the lack of interaction or zero interaction. And guess what? If you don't start somewhere, if you don't start with zero, if you don't absolutely show gratitude for the one person that shows up, and then two and then three, and then go through that painful, ugly initial period that everybody goes through where you have zero attendees and nobody interacting. That's where you're going to stay. And imagine how much more expensive your ads are going to be. Imagine how much more difficult. Well, can you talk to that for a minute? Because be. that's yeah. quite an advanced idea. What does that mean? Like your ads are going to be more expensive. Well, you have an opportunity with live video to be able to lower your future ads costs because you're building custom audiences based on video views. That's one of the byproducts of live video, specifically on Facebook, specifically on your business page, that so many people don't even know that benefit exists. And I'm just sitting here on this giant pile of gold, teaching all the people that I'm like, do this. This is like the most easiest abundance you can create in the very new future for your launch. So like really setting an intentional pre-launch six to eight weeks out, the newer you are, get started earlier, eight to 12 weeks out, one to two, two times a week, really honing in on the main pillars of your brand messaging. It's a great blessing to have nobody in the beginning because you're gonna suck. <laughs> so true. suck less a little bit every time you go live. The amount that anybody who's brand new to this can improve so quickly when they're doing it with the why and intention and they're letting their ego go away, just set your ego to the side because it will hold you back, that you're simultaneously building all these skills and launching with a purpose and a plan. So you're not launching to crickets when it comes time to inviting people. So a lot of people don't know that you can create custom audiences to run ads. And so imagine most people when they're first starting out, 
they're focusing on list building, which is amazing. I build my list through my Facebook lives. It's mm. literally a mention like, hey, you want more information? You want to get on my early wait list? Go to coachglitter.com. Um, super, super simple and casual and real and authentic as that. And then what we can do with the people who watch the videos, because whether you're just starting out and this is your first five live videos, or you've done thousands of them like me, or you're a celebrity like The Rock, you're going to get more views on the replay. Whether somebody watched live, whether somebody watched on the replay, as long as they watch as little as three seconds, that becomes a retargetable audience through the video views. Now, obviously, somebody who watched three seconds is probably not going to be as qualified of a potential lead as somebody who watches 25%, 50%, 75%, the whole dang thing. But it's still an audience. And so when people are first starting out, this is why it's such a huge opportunity for anyone and everyone, anyone who's going to be doing a launch. Where are your audiences being built right now? We, we're doing the freebie. We're building the email list. But do you have website traffic? Do you have a, an actual customer list yet? How do you have a customer list if you haven't launched yet? And those are the different ways that we can create audiences for our ads in the future. You can, yes, actually download your email list your existing list. You can use your website traffic if your website is pixeled and it tracks that activity as well. You can also create audiences from your existing customer list. But let's say you're like most entrepreneurs out there and you're just starting out. You're getting ready for your first beta launch or your first launch after the beta or even your first year of launching and you're getting into ads. And now you really understand what I'm talking about. This is so advantageous of you to be able to create more audiences that you can target for your launches. You want the biggest, widest, broadest top of your funnel. Instead of doing what most people are relegated to do, which is, I think I'm going to try to target Tiffany or Colin, probably can't target us, has nothing to do with audience size or your Facebook page size. It has nothing to do with size, my friends. It's just random which audiences you can target. If you're targeting the same people, if you're in the business space and you're targeting the same people that everybody else everyone is, else. the, the Amy expensive. Porterfields and the Westmores and the whoever's, right? And Westmore. then some of them, oh, the Westmore, the, the Westmore. Is plural. <laughs> yes, now they're, we're multiplying him. But, you know, the same audiences. Guess what everybody else is doing? The same thing. Yeah. And ads, the way ads works. And listen, I didn't know any of this until now. I know because I learned it and I've mastered it. When that is your only option, ads are a competition, it's a bidding mm, game. It is bidding war. Yeah. yeah. The best copy with the best video or the best image that gets the best responses, you're going to get the biggest bang well, the for your buck. The cheapest lead. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. the cheapest leads and get it out there more to bigger audiences. And so, they're, you know, Facebook, if you're competing with the same people going after the same audiences, and that's the only thing that you have to create audience targeting, you're not creating as many options as you can. But instead, as you continue to launch and relaunch, you take your video view audiences. That's an extra audience you didn't have before. Then what you can do is create lookalike audiences from your actual audiences, which the funniest thing for us, 90% of the time, our lookalike audiences 
outperform the actual audiences, our actual customers, our actual email list, our actual website traffic. And so we've now doubled, tripled. We are being able to create a bigger, wider funnel at the top of the funnel, Mm -hmm. having more opportunities advances, just making it more advantageous for us to use every possible way of growing the number of people who are introduced to me that are cold audiences. Facebook is so smart that instead of just using our actual list and our actual audiences, we're able to create more opportunities, more chances for our favor. I love that. And so what I'm hearing is, so some of the fundamentals is do it from your business page yes forget your ego like just do it yeah um it's more about the replays a lot of the time like we call it a live video but you're gonna get 90 percent of your views on the replay i still do to this day exactly so don't even worry about that and then from there this is starting to build your strategic business which is the 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 front of funnel for your launch coming into your webinar or your video series or whatever it is and then you can multiply that by lookalike audiences and things like that. Mm-hmm. So super, super strategic. I'm curious about what do you feel like is working at the moment? Like what are some really cool engagement strategies or things that you use? And I know that, you know, you run a program, um, what is it? Lights, camera, branding? Branding. Yeah. You have to say it with it way is. more excitement Lights, than camera, that. Brand- jazz no, no, hand I, at the end. <laughs> As I'm saying, I'm like, lights come a branding. <laughs> you know, like the question. <laughs> the question. I know, I know. I did it. I think because I always say lights camera action, and then I was like, right. and my brain's trying to like bend to You're the like, branding. That's not it. <laughs> that's it's not branding. it, Colin. Lights camera branding, <laughs> which like goes into all the strategies, all the in-depth stuff. Like, what are some things that people could get started with and and start to utilize like straight away with engagements? Everything that you have a question about your audience should be a question and embrace the questions, embrace the uncertainty, embrace not knowing. I truly believe as entrepreneurs, when we embrace what we don't know and that we understand that it is our job, it is our duty to learn what those answers are to the questions that we have about our audiences. That is at the core foundation of what we're doing. So and so going like, I wonder, are you saying, not, not asking the audience, but actually going, mm-hmm. I wonder what will happen if I do a dance or I wonder yes. what will happen if I change my background or I wonder exactly. what will happen if I tell them I'm going to go live and then I go live at that time. Is that what you're saying? Like just testing yeah, gamify those things? it test it. Everything is a question. And so that is one strategy to get your ego out of the way Mm -hmm. because you're simply answering those questions for yourself. So you're becoming more curious, tapping into that childlike curiosity instead of not taking that first action step because you don't know the answer yet. No, the way that you get the answer is by asking the question to yourself and discovering what the answers are instead of, and I know I keep repeating myself, assuming, guessing. And so getting into the heads and in the beginning stages and early on before launch, this is what I'm doing right now. My whole learning phase of how I'm gonna tweak my messaging on the next launch, which is not gonna happen until next year, that I'm in this learning stage. I'm so curious about my audience and how 
what's happening in the world is affecting them. How are they changing their business? I, you know, the funny thing is when we come into the space, a lot of us who are serving other entrepreneurs in different ways that we cannot get stuck in our ways. Everything is fluid. Everything. The only thing that we know for certain is that nothing stays for certain. And so being curious and answering these questions, I'm doing that through my live videos. I know now that there's very common topics. There are like the main pillars of yeah, my brand. That and your audience responds that to. That my audience responds to. But yeah. how I serve those topics, they never feel repetitive because we all often say, but I'm talking about the same things. I am too. So on what's paper. one topic that you found your audience responds to? Imposter syndrome. Uh, I have touched upon that topic in every single possible angle. And then I rinse and repeat it and rinse and repeat it. You know, if I were able to produce the same video in exactly the same way, I can't. It always comes out differently. Mm -hmm. There's always a different point. There's always a different example. I say it differently, just like with our, you know, with kids, I don't have kids, but I see it with my nieces that they will hear things from you on repeat. And then somebody else says it slightly different or sometimes even the same. And they finally get it. That's more like husbands. So, and husbands I, too, right? I feel like Sarah will tell me the same thing 28 times and then someone will say it to me. I'll be like, that's awesome. I'm going to do that. And she's like, and she's like and then, oh my gosh, I've been yeah. saying this for years, right? Yes. Totally. And it's often that way with our business, but also it's, it's a matter of refining our message. Mm. It's like the top level stuff that doesn't happen when we're first starting out, but to be able to get to mastery, to be able to then go from, let's just do this consistently. Let's just make it our goal to suck less until one day you actually, you're good. So you're do you great. go back? Do you go back and look at the data and things like that on your A videos? thousand percent. Every and single just time. see where that's what's happening, what the comments are saying, like mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. I look at the analytics because oftentimes in our head, we see the ego led analytics, which mm -hmm. are not true. Oh, nobody showed up on my life or only had 35 people this time. I used to get a hundred. And so I don't do live video for the same purpose that I did four years ago, three years ago. Because it was a lot for easier me, to get people live. It was a lot easier then. to get on, yeah. but there's a lot more distractions. And so even for me, I get far less live viewers most of the time compared to when I was doing live videos three years ago. Mm. And most people who teach video are not willing to say that because mm. it's a blow to their ego. Yeah. They measure their success by the number of viewers. And that's one, just that's one point on the, you know, all the analytics that we get, but that doesn't equal what I have learned through all my students and myself my launches have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. My business revenue, where it really matters, has, has gotten bigger and bigger, even though my live video audiences have gotten smaller and smaller. But the In quality, terms of how much people are showing up yes, live, you're yes, saying, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, totally. It's not as novel. It's not as new mm. anymore. And because of that, that's where most average entrepreneur yeah. stuff. What do you, what do you think about taking your live video? Just if let's say you're doing a weekly show and mm -hmm. putting some, putting some dollars behind it a thousand in ads. Percent. <laughs> That's one of my strategies. I don't recommend it in the beginning, but I do recommend yeah. it once you really start to feel like, okay, 
I've gone from the phase of sucking less. I've been consistent. It happens fast. You guys, I'm not talking about months. I'm talking about a couple weeks. Mm. And then when you start to hone in on your messaging, when you're like, okay, that was really good. I actually made sense on that one. Um, and it had like a good opener, um, you know, the content in the middle, a great CTA at the end. That is a great live video that you could push out for a little bit of money on the front end before you go into a launch. I'm talking five, $10 a day, $5 a day. Right now, you know, depending on how close we get to the launch, the further we're out, the lower our budget is. The closer we get to the launch, the more intentional my topics become as well. It's directly yeah. related to what my free experience is going to be about. Right now I'm testing. I'm testing the questions, the things that are making me curious about my audience. And so it might be two, three degrees away. It's related, but mm. it might be the cousin. And then when we get closer to the launch, we're putting more money on those engagement ads, video view ads. We're not doing the higher priced, you know, lead ads, the objective for our, our ads that we're running between our launches is to build more audiences. Mm -hmm. How do we get more audiences that we can retarget later when we are building the actual invitation for the launch experience? This is how you set yourself up for success. And my friends, if this makes absolutely no sense to you today, write it down, put it onto your vision board, because one day, very, very, very soon, because you're not like everybody else, you're not like the entrepreneurs who give up. When you know what this means, you're going to thank yourself for setting yourself up for success. And this is the stuff that you have to trust the people who are five mm. minutes ahead of you like yeah. we are. And the people who are willing to tell you there's no secrets, but this is the stuff that we had to learn and discover what's working. This one piece is so underutilized. Mm. It is I, so and it's simple. Free as well, and like when you start yeah. out, it's, it's actually just, for, you know, it's yeah. free. And you here's the thing with to, ads. Yeah. Ads are never going to get cheaper. Yes. They're not. We had one little period of time in 2020 where people freaked out and they literally <laughs> oh, yeah. just stopped running their business and they're holding their, their breath as long as they can. And then some of us, you, me, we all launched <laughs> I just, and it was the cheapest our yeah, ads have been it in It was years. like, we were texting everyone going, oh my gosh, run a launch right now. Like, just I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> just like, just launch right now. It's ridiculous. We were able to pivot and take full advantage of the opportunity that we most likely will not happen again. Yeah, nah, <laughs> so, like you know, that. that's a fluke. I don't bet my business on flukes. Yeah, you can't bet on that. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm always hedging my bets on myself. And the one thing that we can all do, yeah. and, and really with ads, because so many more, you know, so many more people are getting into ads, the competition, it's a bidding war. Mm. And so for those of us who are willing to share our quote unquote secrets, I don't believe in competition, really. I feel like everybody can Same. Do this, should do this. I want you to do this. I'm pushing you to do this. Don't make your launches harder than they need to be. I want them to be more successful. It's a numbers game. So how can you bet on yourself? How can you hedge the bets on you? And the biggest thing that you can do is what am I doing before my launch? Mm -hmm. What am I doing in the four, eight, 12 weeks between my launches? How am I building a bigger audience? And for me, again, live video is at the center of all mm -hmm. of it. The way that Facebook ads are changing 
And listen, I'm, I'm just a user of Facebook ads. I don't teach Facebook ads. I don't have a Facebook ads course. I've worked with some of the best ads managers out there. But before I did that, before I ever got to the level of my business where I needed to outsource it, I ran my own ads for two and a half years. I took hmm. at least three ads courses. It, I knew it was my duty to arm myself with that marketing know-how and knowledge strategy. And so um, I had a, just a base foundation of being able to run my own ads for a few years before I was able to outsource this and work with, you know, some really brilliant people that could take it beyond what I knew, but they're not magicians. The best ads manager out there, the best ads manager agency, they're not magicians. They are not unicorns. They cannot magically create audiences for you. You have to equip them so that you're setting them up for success so they can actually do their jobs to the best of their abilities. Mm. And so it's such a simple strategy, but simple is not easy and most people aren't willing to do it. But really flipping the script and looking at your strategy on what you're doing before you get into that very high pressure cooker you know, of being in the launch, when you're not in that, what are we doing to set ourselves up for success a few months out? I love that. That Once a week live, it's money. I, I, one of our uh, mutual friends, Bob Heilig, uh, he, I remember when he told a story about when he started his business and he did, Mm -hmm. I think it was like 90 live videos, like day after day. So like 90 days in a row or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then he launched his, his program and he launched to like, it was like a couple hundred thousand dollars. He's launched. Yeah. And he started from nothing and it just went, oh no, I think it was like six months. He went live every day. Uh Yeah, daily, literally daily. And it just, it blew me away how how powerful that is in building momentum, knowing what your audience is responding to. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's such a playground that you can have. And I love how you take that approach to it of going, just being really curious about it uh, and so Mm -hmm. forth. Now, we were about to close out in a second, but I'm curious about what are some things that people worry about with their live video that they shouldn't I love this. I love this conversation because right now Colin and I are looking at each other because we're doing this on video as well. And um, still to this day, I have a seven figure business. I don't have, I don't own a camera. I have a phone. I finally upgraded from an iPhone six to an iPhone 11. And of course the 12 just came out. It's not the fancy equipment. It's not. Hey, it is not. And I think my video looks awesome. Like yours looks Awesomer. <laughs> yeah, yours well, is like I, nice I actually, blurry background. I, I know you upgraded got a recently. Camera. Yeah, I just got a camera. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But look at where Colin's at in his business. For me, most people starting out or even in the intermediate stages, there's a finite amount of budget. Hmm. Think like a business owner who's going to be in business, not just a year from now, but five years from now, six years from now. In my mind, The smart strategic thing to do is hone in on your messaging, get your launches out there, have more budget to put into your ads, but then don't waste your ad money because you're getting $15 leads. What can we do to reduce that cost? Where can we at, you know, allocate the money and the budget that we have and get our ROI? So the equipment, the number one question that I get all of the time that I have to take a deep breath and just say, when they know better, they're going to do better. It is not about the lighting. It is not about the fancy camera. It is not about the set design. I know I sell all those things. Yes. And you teach all that stuff. And I teach it. Totally. 
And I used to lead with it too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to undo the damage that I did because what it came down to is that people would invest so much money into the equipment instead of the knowledge, instead mm-hmm. of the programs, instead of the marketing, instead of the things that actually moves the needle. But those things aren't always the obvious choices. The things that feed the ego. Oh, I'd like to look pretty. I'd like to look my best. Can you make my wrinkles go away too? Listen, I feel more confident when I show up a certain way too, but that mm-hmm. doesn't make the business. That doesn't create a successful launch. You're just going to sit there with a beautiful camera and a blurry background and the perfect lighting, and you're not going to have anything to say. How's that going to help your launch? It's not. And so a lot of people want to know those things, and it's great to do that. That's the five-minute quick fix. That's not going to build the business, though. We can do that for anybody, but they're not going to have the successful launch. You're going to look super cute and have absolutely nothing to say. It's the cherry on top. It's what I teach. I literally call it the cherry on top. Mm. But what the foundation, what actually builds your business so that you're successful the way that I know you can be year over year over year over year is messaging, is learning how to flip people's perspectives. That's one of the first things that I had to do. That's one of the topics that you will uncover in your business. You will never run out of topics, especially because in live video, with live video, one of the powerful byproducts of it, there's so many byproducts of it, better stage presence, better speaking ability. I'm not Colin knows. I'm not the best speaker. I'm not a naturally charismatic outgoing You've speaker. learned to be confident. I'm better, but I still yeah. stutter. I stuttered my whole life. I probably stuttered a million times on this. It doesn't bother I've me anymore. I heard you stutter. I did it about 5,000 times, Colin, but it's cute. It's fine. I don't make it. I don't point it out, you know, but I stuttered my whole life. When I get excited, I talk really fast and the words just like literally fall on my face and I still stutter, but I still show up. I still show up and you cannot get worse at something that you practice. You can only improve. And this is a game of mastery. But one of the beautiful things that I want to leave you guys with is if you ever say, I don't have the right equipment. I don't know what to say. Is it too late to start? I'm not a great speaker. I don't have the personality to be on camera. I didn't have any of those things either. You can develop those things. Hmm. Verbal processing. I never knew what a powerful verbal processor I am until I started doing live video. The taglines, the titles, the topics, the 15 topics that were born out of the one topic that I did on my live video, they're literally born in the middle of the live video. I'm so exactly many, the same. Happens right? to me all Isn't the time. Isn't it crazy how I'll it be, just like- I'll be doing a keynote uh, and designing content for the keynote as I teach it. Like, cause as I'm talking, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, this craziest is- Craziest thing. <laughs> so and you're crazy. capturing it on video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now we could keep on talking forever, but let's just, let's just wrap up with like one or two things that you would encourage them to do as we close out. Gone are the days where I'm going to tell people just start for the sake of starting. I want you to literally take five minutes and plan out your content. What is the topic? Give me three bullet points. Learn to say your name and introduce yourself. That part people dismiss. You know, my students, I teach them a way to do that. It's simply just boiling it down to who you are, who you help, how you do it. Allow yourself the grace to develop that in weeks to come. Every single time you do it, I still stumble over it. Sometimes I completely forget to do it. Same but as that's me. why we get to practice, right? Isn't it crazy? <laughs> totally. 
It's so crazy. But being able to do it, watch yourself back, look at the Mm. analytics. It's crazy how you think, whether it's an Instagram post, a Facebook live, a story, whatever the, the vehicle of the content, how you're delivering it. It's so funny how sometimes we're so excited about a topic that you think is going to resonate with everybody. And then it's like, nope. crickets it's like wah wah and then like the one that you're like i don't know about this but let's try it out that's the question it's a hypothesis let's see what happens and then that is the winner and then you do more of that you dive in deeper you create an invitation for them to invite more friends to watch this topic and that is how you allow it to grow but allow yourself to start allow yourself to suck and then suck less until you actually start to become great Set your ego aside, develop your brand messaging, allow yourself to pivot. You're supposed to pivot. You're not supposed to stay the same, but you will gain so much information so much faster while you simultaneously build audiences that in the future you can retarget to lower your ads costs, to find a more qualified lead all while you are serving people and building your business. That's why we still do live video. So good. Tiffany, uh, I love hanging out with you and chatting. I know we, we always have really great conversations. Uh, where would people find out more about you and connect with you to learn about live video and so forth? Like what, where are the best places that you're most active on and so forth? I go by Coach Glitter everywhere. I don't even yes. know if we mentioned that. So you forgot. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I go glitter. by Coach Glitter everywhere. Coach Glitter. And, <laughs> um, Coach Glitter on Instagram, Coach Glitter on Facebook. My website's coachglitter.com. I have tons of free blogs. We are doing a whole, you can study this. You can reverse engineer it. Uh, we take our Facebook lives. We create short videos out of them. I have an editor that does that. We repurpose them into our blog. We're always creating traffic mm-hmm. and audiences. It's a numbers game, my friends, but I do it with one piece of content. Instead of always creating new stuff, I take one piece of content and I turn it into nine pieces of content with it. So you can check out my free blogs. That's a whole nother episode, (laughs) but you know, it it works, but you don't start off doing that. You don't start off doing that. Just start wherever you're at and improve, but you can find me there. If you guys love this topic, make sure you take a screenshot of you watching or walking and taking your dog out for a walk or running out in the street or whatever you're doing and tag me and Colin. I'm coach glitter on Instagram. I love when you guys tag me on stories so that I can reshare it. It creates social proof. Have, if you guys have some kind of live video or podcast, are you giving people a call to action at the end of whatever the content is? So Colin is Colin Boyd on Instagram. I'm coach glitter tag us with, and here's a more in-depth call to action. You guys, I like to teach and demo while I'm doing the thing. And I want you guys to let us know what was your key takeaway? Yeah. What's your first step of action that you're going to do? What did you love most? And then I have a second question for you guys. If you want to have me return on a future podcast episode where I interview Colin because I love to be Asian Oprah. I'm Asian, by the way. You can't see that on on podcasts, but Colin knows because we've been on big stages where I get to be the host. It's my favorite thing that I get to do. And I've done it for a few of my friends on their podcast where we flip the script and I interview them. If you guys would love to see that, let us know on Instagram stories and tag us. So He's good. Like, what are you doing taking I over my this. show? <laughs> no, I love this. I, I'm, I'm up for anything. 
So good. Uh, so please tag us in your stories. Subscribe, uh, leave a review if you found it valuable. Coach Glitter, Tiffany Lee Bymaster, thank you for contributing, for being a great friend, and uh, we look forward to talking more in the future. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.